Welcome, friends. We are so glad to have you with us for another episode of The Collective Podcast, where we strive to serve the church and bless the city. Each episode is going to encourage us through highlighting beautifully ordinary women living extraordinary lives of faithfulness. These women come from all areas of life, all ages, stages, and places. And I hope that the lives of these women challenge us to be all God has created us to be. And I hope it calls us toward our next step of faithfulness, our next best yes. Well, friends, we've got a great episode for you today, and it's actually going to be the first in a series of episodes of interviews that we did all the way back in March during COVID. What we got to do is we started a TV show called Collective Live, and the heart of the Collective Live TV show was to bring our living room into yours, and I got the chance to interview some incredibly amazing women who were undergoing really tough times, but amidst those tough times, they were still displaying beautiful faithfulness. And that's what this podcast is all about. We want to highlight ordinary women living extraordinary lives of faithfulness. And so we couldn't miss the opportunity to share with you the stories of these women. This first episode, I interview a precious friend named Laura Webb, who is anxiously awaiting her wedding day. It got pretty turned upside down by COVID, but I think you're going to be really encouraged by her response. You know, her response reminds me of Proverbs 19, 21. It says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And even earlier in Proverbs 16, 9 says, in his heart, a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. And what I think we'll come away with from listening to this episode is that our plans often look different than the Lord's. And faithfulness doesn't always mean that, man, I'm going to just trust wholeheartedly even when everything doesn't go the way I want it to. Faithfulness often means, man, I'm going to work through my frustration, my grief, my sadness, and I'm going to come out on the other side because I trust even more that God is good than that my circumstances need to be good. And so our responsibility isn't ensuring that things just never go wrong, but that when they do, we approach them through the filter of the Holy Spirit. We can grieve. We can visit the valley of the shadow of death. But what we learn is through our hope in Christ, we don't have to camp out there. I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation with Laura Webb. Join me in welcoming Miss Lovely Laura Webb. Thank you so much for joining us at Collective Live on our first ever time together. Girl. Thanks for the chutzpah. The chutzpah. You know, you, every lady needs to have a little chutzpah in her life. Genuinely, I'm like, wow, that moved me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I always want to be an old Jewish woman sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the great thing about us meeting together and not having a ton of time together is we get to skip through all the business, okay? These, these women that we want to be ministering to, some are in great places, some are in really difficult places, and you're here because you've had an interesting past few weeks. But before we get to that, I want to go back a little bit and just share with me Um, how you came to know Jesus and what he's meant to you. Oh, girl, thanks for asking. So I trusted Christ when I was eight, loved the Lord genuinely, learned that salvation is only through um, believing that Jesus died on the cross and was raised to life again, that there's nothing good that I can do to earn it. There's nothing I can do to make God love me or hate me. Um, Mm -hmm. He just, uh, he sees me and loves me as I am. And so I trusted Christ when I was eight. 
and my eternity was secure, but I really missed biblical community. So Proverbs 13.20 says, He who walks with the wise grows mm-hmm. wise, but the companion of fools suffers harm. And um, the ugly pieces of my story aren't, aren't anyone else's fault. They're mine for not submitting to biblical community and, and submitting to God words and God's word in certain areas. But um, I lived pretty recklessly. So I would be the girl who was... Um, chasing fame, chasing boys, and chasing Jesus kind of all at all the same the time. Just take this little blender and put everything I want in there and, and, and genuinely just being like, all right, God, here's what we're going to do. And uh, I've, I've learned through a lot of pain that that's not how God works. Yes. And so um, chased this career in country music for 10 years, um, found worth and identity there, mm. um, grew up in the shadow of an older sister. I love her. She's one of my best friends now, but... Um, kind of had to prove, like, I am something, I'm worth something, and um, so found that in performance, found it in um, unhealthy friendships with guys, and then ended up kind of moving into relationships and just idolizing, finding worth, identity in um, guys that I dated, and well, loving to be loved, like yes, which is a like it's a craving of the female soul, like we want to be loved, it's a craving of the human soul, so God kind of takes you out of that he brings you to Dallas. You're here living and walking with him. You've had some, um, we'll say baggage, you yeah. know, in the past. We're just going to say that. True. And so past your baggage, are you now living in Dallas as a woman of Jesus? Man, I'm going to stay single. I'm going to find my godly man. Like, what's next for you? Yeah, so I still want to be loved. It's, mm-hmm. it's true. And every single day that I wake up, I want to be loved. And, and I still kind of um, fumble into finding that in other places. And God kindly reminds me, like, hey, Laura. It's me. Mm. I'm the one. I'm the only I one who can love you perfectly. So um, I would love to say I'm loved perfectly by the king, and that really changed everything for me. Um, mm. The way that I view myself, the chutzpah that I have. Did I say it right? Thank you. You said it beautifully. Yeah. Yes, I love that I word. mean, comment if it's wrong. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> um, so then okay. you're living life lovely, and then there's this tall, dark-haired vision of a man. That comes into your life. Hunka, and his hunka. name is Colby Eldridge. That's true. Let's talk about Colby Eldridge. Yeah, totally. What so happened? Colby and I were friends for a really long time. <laughs> uh, we actually, uh, so I had this like six years at Watermark of radio silence, like tumbleweeds in my dating life and worked through all the like, what's wrong with me? Do guys not like strong women? Am I You're ugly? You know? Strong woman? <laughs> no, I'm, oh. I'm pretty mild and quiet. So worked through all that and then um, dated a couple guys and uh, they're awesome and that, that ended. And so was like, okay, uh, went from radio silence to now I'm the breakup queen. And, and somehow, I have no clue um, how, but now I have this incredible fiance mm-hmm. who, who loves me and loves the Lord. And he asked you, Miriam. And so now we find ourselves in the most, what should be the most beautiful time of your life. And I know we're being silly about it, but like literally most girls, not every girl, but most girl grows up dreaming of what her, her wedding day is going to be like, what kind of dress she's going to wear, every detail of the day and the man that she's going to be with. And so when are you getting married? Okay. April 3rd. That's in eight days, Laura. Yeah. Is it eight? Is it eight days? I think it's eight days. Yeah, I think so. Eight or nine. It's something like that. And we're in the middle of the largest lockdown in the history of humankind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bring me into your head and your mm. heart. Like, what what is happening right now? Because, I mean, and granted, there may be some women who are listening to this going like, oh, like, your wedding day's hard. 
in the midst. You found your forever person, and you have yes. somebody that you get to walk through through the storm. And conversely, there may be women that are listening to this going, I would give you mine to walk with for the rest of this time because I've been in a very close proximity to this man for too long. You know, so that we've got marriages that are struggling, women in singleness. And so bring us into your head and heart of what is God teaching you right now? Because all of, no matter what situation we find ourselves in, disappointment is all about unmet expectations. Mm -hmm. And so what is God teaching you as you walk through this time? Yeah, I'm, I'm truly glad that I went through hardship, even the singleness. I joked about it earlier, the singleness and then the, the breakups. I'm, I'm glad because I learned that God's God's plan is always better. So God's mm-hmm. plan is always plan A, and it's never this. Um, I guess I thought for some time, like, God's like, oh, shoot, I missed that one. Mm-hmm. And it's just not true. God's like, no, no, I planned this. Like, this was this was how it was always going to go. And, and if you'll just rest and just trust me, then um, it's going to go a lot better for you. So I'm learning right now that God's plan is plan A. And if that means uh, no family is going to be there when I get married, which is genuinely devastating. Um, and I know people are going through harder things. But uh, I I learned that he's not surprised. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you're facing something that would feel real to you just as other people are facing things that feel real to them. I mean, you're facing the where, like, can your family be here? Like, yeah. can you be walked down the aisle by your dad? Like, can you, will those things happen? Do you know yet? Yeah. So the answer is no. Rub it in, Callie. Sorry. I'm just kidding. Um, so hard. No, I've gotten to a place of peace, and, and Colby's been incredible through that. And, and honestly, uh, there have been other things that have just unfolded that I'm kind of like, all right. My hair was blue last week for cool. a cool, 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 time. Cool, cool, cool. That was <laughs> that, that was an accident, <laughs> but it's great. And uh, there have been a slew of other things that happened, so I'm kind of just like, all right, at this point. But I um, – so we – when the 50-person order came out, right. it was like, all right, no big deal. Colby and I got together, and we're like, okay, let's pray. Here's the game plan. This is going to be fine. And then and then it really, really hit me, Callie, when, when the 10-person order came out. Ooh. And yeah. I just, like, it's like all my dreams as a little girl just came crashing down. And yeah. I there were some tears, for sure, of, yeah. I, yeah, like my daddy, I want my daddy to walk me down yeah. the aisle and I want my mom and my sisters and I'm going to cry right now. Like I, yeah. it was just that, that became really, really real to me. And there is an element of, um, sorting through my emotions of like, what is cultural that I just need to let go of? Where have I gotten swept up in the wind of comparison thinking like this has to be the perfect day. Um, and I think we do that in a lot of areas of life, but, but sorting through, where have I gotten swept up in that? And how can I let that go and trust God? And what mm. is like, no, God is grieved with me right. that that there's an element of, of loss of this beauty of my family passing me off to this man who's now going to cherish me and care for me right. and protect me. Um, and I'm not going to, you know, iron fist it, but it's okay to grieve it. Yeah. I think sometimes in our, in our circles, I hear a lot like that, you know, to be sad is not holy. Mm-hmm. And in reality, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole book called Lamentations. The mm-hmm. Psalms and the Proverbs are full of lament. And so I love that you're giving yourself space to grieve. Mm-hmm. And I grieve the losses, right? Yeah. And not make idols of them, but grieve them. Yeah. And so as you find yourself in this position as a woman who's probably taken comfort in control, maybe, mm-hmm. throughout parts of your life, what would you want to tell women that you're like, hey, what would be an encouragement to these women? Hey, as I'm being sifted in all of these ways, 
I would love to just encourage you all with what I know to be true about the Lord. Yeah, I would say, um, that's a great question, Kelly. Mm -hmm. I would say, um, remember that life is not yours. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say, hey, join me in praying every day this week, like before your feet even hit the ground, just God, today is yours and everything in it. My life is yours and everything in it. Um, and pray it until you believe it and, mm. and, and say, hey, I have things to do. Like there are children screaming for me or right. work is still calling, um, but I will not move out of this place until, until my heart believes that. Because then, Beautiful. yeah, it starts with the heart and, and then your perspective is going to change of like all your unmet expectations, um, all of your hopes and dreams, the, the things that are going to go wrong that day seem a little bit lighter because you understand this is God's plan A. That's a good word. It is his plan A. Yeah. And not that we can fix it, but Laura Webb, I think I have a way to fix it. Okay. So um, what would you say to the people at home Okay. if we issued a challenge to you that probably it was Lord's plan A for you guys to maybe get married on Watermark Television <laughs> live? And they have already spoken with David Peniel. He would be happy to officiate the ceremony. And... Um, I just really feel like that would be the way. I mean, we've got what, guys? Dallas County Courthouse versus Watermark Live TV. So, guys, this is where we need you. This is the first time Laura's hearing of my fantastic idea, but I think it's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I think that you should get married live on Watermark TV. So we're going to give her about, let's say, 24 hours to think about it. (laughs) And I need you guys to sound off in the comments if you're listening on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you're listening. Let's just let her know how much fun it would be <laughs> to bring some joy into the world to get married live on Watermark Television. Anyway, think about it, okay? Kelly, have you been talking with my mom? No. Like, no, I just think it's something that you should think about, you know? I love it. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, we're going to let the woman decide. But I really am issuing that as an option to hey, her because don't you think it you should t- happen? You tuned into this? Colby, let's yeah. check yes or no, okay? Um, <laughs> But what else we're going to say is, y'all, we have to laugh in times like Mm. this, okay? We have to laugh. And I think, one, we have to laugh because the Bible tells us that a joyful heart is good medicine. Mm -hmm. But also what I'm learning the longer that I live is that fear and grief and suffering and sorrow and joy and gladness and rejoicing and laughter live so much more closely together than we ever really thought Mm -hmm. that they did. They're really almost two sides of the same coin. And there's going to be hard things. There already has been hard things. Just on my collective team alone, we have so much heartbreak that's going on. And we recognize it, we admit it, we push through it, and we ask the Lord to be with us in it. We don't um, spiritually bypass it and just say, oh, it'll be okay, it'll be okay, God's good. We go, no, we want to sit with you in this. This is hard Mm -hmm. and it's difficult. But what I think I also remember is that though our emotions are real and and worth um, thinking about and worth asking the Lord, what do I do with this? Mm -hmm. Our emotions can either pull us to or lead us away from the Lord. And that's our prayer for you, just in the same way it's our prayer for ourselves, Mm -hmm. is that our emotions would just bring us to the feet of Jesus. Because ultimately, what I see, ladies, is that the sun is shining today, you have breath inside your lungs, and what that means is that God isn't finished Mm -hmm. with you yet. God isn't finished with his plan for your life, and God isn't finished with you being in a place where you can bring glory and honor to him. 
Guys, weren't you so encouraged by the story of Laura's faithfulness today? I mean, I got to tell you, whether it's anxiously awaiting your wedding day or having your heart broken that your dad doesn't get to be there to walk you down the aisle, there is something that you are facing today that is threatening your faithfulness. And so I just love when we get to share stories to reinvigorate our hearts and re-encourage us that we can have hope, take one more breath, take one more step in the right direction. And so I just want to ask you some questions today, given Laura's story. I want to ask you, all of us are dealing with disappointment in some way. So how are you doing? How are you doing at handling the obstacles that life throws at you? I think we kind of end up getting to a fork in the road with things like this, where we can either go down the road of cynicism and be bitter and frustrated, or we can level that at the foot of the cross and we can make a hard right turn and continue to remain hopeful in spite of everything that's thrown at us. And so how can we today acknowledge and not ignore our disappointment before the Lord, but in acknowledging it, move through it and take our next step of faithfulness? And I just want to ask for our friends that might be doubting right now. Do you agree with Laura's belief that God's plan is always better? That's a pretty strong statement. And so if you don't today, if you're wrestling with believing that God is good, what we want to tell you is that he's not afraid of your questions. In fact, we've got an amazing ministry here at Watermark called Great Questions, where you can come and ask things like, why do bad things happen to good people? And if God is good, then why does he allow evil in the world, whether it be a missed wedding date or something much, much more severe? I'd encourage you to ask those questions as you explore who the Lord is, and I pray that you come to find that he is loving and caring, just as he said he is. Well, friends, thank you so much for joining us again today for another episode of The Collective. And be sure to come back because we're going to release a little bundle of these episodes from The Collective Live. And I pray that they really bless you. If there's anything you need, feel free to email us at collective at watermark.org. As always, you can find us on Instagram at watermark underscore collective. We can't wait to connect with you and see you again. And until then, let's go church. Let's serve the church and bless the city. Oh, 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 oh,